<laughs> oh my god. I love this story. There's like definitely some judgment. Doomed. You got a one-way ticket. Uh, somebody to know the things that my husband does. We met on Tinder. 10 out of 10 would not recommend getting married during COVID. I'm Raylene. I'm Hallie. We're wifeology. So we just tried to... Is this my water? Yes, that's your water. We have been trying to set this up for about an hour and a half. Um, We have done this before, but... (laughs) We're not new. (laughs) But I just spilt champagne all over my computer. Yep. And ruined the cord. Yep. And then (laughs) we didn't know why it wasn't working. And then I got my husband's laptop. It didn't work on there either because it's not the port. It's the mic. So It's the cord. It's the cord. (laughs) So that's been fun. It feels really weird to not hear myself or to have headphones in. So hopefully we're not yelling. But we had a photo yeah, shoot today. We had a cool photo shoot today. <laughs> that this one is the well. closest Hallie and I have ever sat together and we're staring Except directly the photo at each shoot other. Today. <laughs> because we have to share one mic right now. So oh, yeah. I'm just staring right into her eyes. I get to drink champagne while she does not. Yeah, because I can't be trusted. It's like all over the carpet. So <laughs> And yes, we did a photo shoot today and we were both really close. Like I don't think I've ever been closer no. to someone. Also with COVID, it kind of feels weird to touch somebody else. Yeah. <laughs> so it does. This feels illegal. So we should should have got tested first. <laughs> I'm sure it's fine. I guess we should isolate for yes. I guess I am isolating yeah. for yeah. months. For months, yeah. Um so yeah, we had a cool photo shoot today with Emily. It was really fun. Yeah, it was really It was fun. my first photo shoot ever, so it was odd to like do one. It was my first real photo shoot on the other well. On the other side, obviously, but... Other than your wedding. Other than my wedding and, like, our engagement photos, which is a totally different, like, vibe and atmosphere mm-hmm. and whatever. So, this was our fir- my first, like, real photo shoot, too. And, um, you know, the one where you're like, hey, don't get my this. Tell me when this is showing. Don't get my, my double chin. Please don't get my arm fat. Yeah, all of that. Watch the belly so, fat. If it pops out, let a girl let me know. know. Yeah. So, Emily was really cool. She made it really fun, and we're really excited to see those. We're really excited to see those. Well, I don't yeah. know I am. I don't know about oh, you. We just got mentioned in Open Space. Yeah. Story. So, we booked um, Open Space, which is a, like, studio here in Cambridge. Um, a local photographer owns it, and they rent it out. Like, you can book it to use there, so that's really cool. It was so cute. Yeah. So, I like that. We'll probably do it again. Yeah. In the near future. Yeah, we didn't probably have s- an event there. We should. Maybe, like, once COVID is done. Can you do that? You can rent them for events? I, I don't know. You can rent them for a little bit. For a while. Like, for, like, you can rent them for more hours, so. Oh. Something to consider. Anyway. <laughs> Anywho. Um, did we say welcome back? I don't I don't think we did, no. because this was just a shit show to get here right now. Like, We so. finished our photo shoot at what time? Two o'clock. It's now 4.13. Yeah. Oh, because we left the photo studio, and then I got home, and we went to go sit on the pillows, and I realized that the pillows that I brought from my couch, we we left at the studio, Mm -hmm. so we had to go back and get those, so Mm -hmm. it's been great. And then champagne. And then I spilled champagne, and anyway, so I'm going to eat a jelly bean. (laughs) Because we also got an excess of candy that we didn't use. Yeah, we didn't use it. Oh, well. So we can just eat it now. So welcome back. (laughs) Today. Oh, I also wanted to just say thank I know I said it on our story, but thank you for everyone being so nice Mm -hmm. (laughs) about what's going on in my life. I'm not quite ready to open up about it, (laughs) but we'll get there. Mm. Yeah. And we're really excited to see, like, the dynamic that this brings Mm -hmm. now, because obviously it's a little bit of a different dynamic, but I think it'll be cool. Mm -hmm. So we'll all live vicariously through Hallie (laughs) and her dating life. Not for a while. (laughs) Like, give me... 
a while. Sometimes. I need to go through more therapy before I start. Mm -hmm. I am going to drink this, so please watch me that I don't spill anything. This (laughs) last... The whole inch (laughs) of champagne that you have left in your glass. Just because I feel like I need to. Yeah, no, but everyone was super, super nice, and we've had so many nice people reach out and say the nicest things and comment, and it's just been really nice, even though it's really shitty. Mm -hmm. (laughs) On my end, it's been really really nice considering what I've gone through in the last month. And it's so funny because, like, sometimes strangers are the most supportive people. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of people have, like, I'm learning that a lot of people have actually broke off engagements more than you would think. Mm -hmm. Like, I had a couple girls from high school reach out to me and be like, yeah, like, I I broke off an engagement too. And I'm like, when were you engaged? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So it's nice to know that I don't really talk about it, I guess. No, it's kind of not like taboo, but you feel like embarrassed. Yeah. Because I felt, I feel embarrassed. I still do. Like, that I, like, I had a ring on my finger for all of four months, and one of those months, it was getting, getting sized. Yeah. <laughs> so, I wore a ring for, like, cumulative of 60 days. <laughs> yeah. But I just think it had to happen for both of us, mentally. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yep. What has to happen had to happen. And so, overall, better things to come. <laughs> flourishing. Yeah. <laughs> things will be better. Yes. Just give me some time. <laughs> but on that note... We're going to talk about <laughs> wanting to become a wife. <laughs> like, I had a timeline. Right. <laughs> when I was 10 years old, I truly believed by 21, I would be married yep. and starting to have kids. Fun fact, <laughs> doesn't happen that way. I think because I came from a family where, like, it very much did happen that way. Right. Like, my mom and my dad met in high school at a party yeah. and, like, they got married at 21. No, they got married before that and had me at 21. So, because my mom is so young and, like, we've always been close and my, like, and my dad too, I always just kind of wanted that for myself and I just feel like my clock is ticking. <laughs> See, but, like, that's the thing. Like, you feel like your clock is ticking mm-hmm. because you had a timeline. Mm-hmm. Right. But yeah. realistically, it's not. You're 24. And like Callie texted me one day and she was basically, I could tell she was going just through her Spiraling. stages of grief. Yeah. She was going through her stages of grief, which is normal. And she was fully downward spiraling. And she was like, I'm 24. My life is over. Who's going to want to date me? I've been, you know, like I, I did. I, yeah. Like I have a broken off engagement at 24. And I'm like, it's all right. You know, like everyone's story is different and everyone's path is different. And yeah. Maybe you had to go through this mm-hmm. in order to yeah. move to the next, you know? And you know that one episode we talked about the three loves? Yeah. As I was saying, as I was talking to you in that episode, and I told you this afterwards, after we, like, split up, mm-hmm. that as I was talking to you in that episode, in the back of my head, I knew I was lying to you. <laughs> like, I was lying to myself. So rude. <laughs> I was lying to myself and I was lying to you because I kind of knew already at that point, like, that he was probably mm-hmm. the second love, mm-hmm. not the third. The third, yeah. Like, I hadn't had that bad boy experience or I hadn't had, like, the one that really fucked me up. Like, the one that I talked about in the episode. Like, yeah, he upset me, but not nearly. Like, what you've gone through in this this relationship. Like, this has been uh, by far the hardest thing I think I've ever had to go through Mm -hmm. because I've always had such a good family. Like, I've had a pretty good fucking life. Yep. (laughs) So, so that was probably the hardest thing that I've ever had. The hardest decision I ever had to make was that. Right. And I thought before that, this time that my leaving my eight-year relationship was the right. hardest one i was Turns very wrong <laughs> yeah <laughs> this was by far the hardest the hardest yeah because there was a lot more to it and there was a lot more invested yeah into this relationship together and yeah that's yeah. hard regardless like yeah. breaking up is hard regardless. regardless yeah let alone like you were engaged and you were living together and you've built this little family yeah. together like that's a lot yeah to- it's a lot to just say 
See ya. See ya. Yeah. <laughs> I need to do, but I needed to do it for me. And that's all I'm going to say for right. right now. But like, yeah, like I, I know that it was the right choice. Right. We couldn't continue that way. But with that being said, since Hallie said she had a timeline, <laughs> we're talking about like <laughs> wanting to be a wife and wanting to get to that part in your life. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking about how once we got married, like right after we got married, I was calling it like, I didn't really know what to call it. Is this like post-wedding blues? Like, is it like oh, a hangover? Yeah. Like, I, like, I remember you saying like that. Like the come down of it. You were right? like, what now? Yeah. And I felt really sad. And everybody was like, oh, like, how's it being married? How you're a wife, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I'm actually really sad. And I wasn't sad, like, that you're married, that I'm married. Like, obviously, (laughs) I'm happy with that decision. But I was sad because I felt like my entire life, I've built up to this moment about becoming a wife. And now I am a wife. And I'm like, what the fuck do I do now? Yeah. Like, what do we do now? And you plan your wedding your whole life. Yeah, you literally plan, <laughs> well, at least for, for me, I think me for too. most women, like, you spend so much time planning your... Mm-hmm. When I was, like, seven years old, eight yeah. years old, my mother used to get the Wish Book, the Sears Wish <laughs> Book catalog. I would be in there fucking circling the rings I liked, the baby stuff I liked <laughs> yeah. at, like, seven, eight years old, because that's just what you thought you do. Like, yeah, you grow up, you get married, you have a baby, that's life. That's your life. So... We had done all this stuff and, I, and we had got to that point where, like, I was now a wife and I just remember feeling, like, sad. Like, what do I do now? Yeah, and I felt, like, ashamed to even tell anybody that because mm-hmm. everyone would be like, what the hell? Like, you just had this beautiful wedding yeah. and, like, you know, like, you're, like, whatever. You're but married. I was like, I feel sad because I've wanted for 27 of the 28 years <laughs> yeah. that I've been alive to for be that married. Moment. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So it was a really, and I, I feel a little bit better now because I feel like some time has passed <laughs> and I've talked about it and um, I don't think like COVID helped because I was no. like, great, now I'm a wife and like we can't even do anything. Like we can't go away to celebrate. We can't. Yeah, you didn't get to have a honeymoon. No, we didn't have a honeymoon. Like, oh my God. Right? So yeah, I was thinking about that and then I was thinking about how like I too had a timeline. Like I was like, by 25, I'm going to be yeah. married. And I'm going to have a baby and I'm going to be in a house by 30 and by 31, I'm going to have three kids and, you know, and that's nowhere near what life is, but. Yeah. Well, I remember like <laughs> the first job that I ever remember being passionate about wanting to do was being a wedding planner. Right. That's how much I was like obsessed with the idea of a wedding. And especially when I was with like that with the first relationship of yeah. eight years, like I thought like. I've been with this person for eight years. Like, obviously, we're going to get married. And I thought that I had it because I was like, oh, high school sweetheart. Like, we'll get married after university. And when it came down to it, I was just like, do I really just want to marry this person because Mm -hmm. I'm here? Yeah. Because it's convenient. Because you want to get married. Yeah. 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 So it took a lot for me to just be like, pump the brakes. Like, you want this image. And that's that's what basically happened with this relationship as well. Was like, I was shoving this person into the image of what I wanted but at the end of the day, they weren't going to change. Right. They weren't going to be molded into the person that I wanted. Right. I was just shoving them into this, like... That puzzle. The puzzle. Like, I talked about the Jigsaw episode mm-hmm. of Daniel Sloss. Like, mm-hmm. I was shoving this person into my puzzle that maybe didn't fit. And that's okay. Yeah. Yep. It is <laughs> but okay. But it was a hard choice to make. But and I a hard think pill that, to swallow. I think that happens more often than not. I think yeah. people... I think women, they get in these relationships and immediately... It's so funny because, like, immediately, not immediately, but very soon after, I think you start to imagine what that life would look like yeah. if you were to get married and mm-hmm. if you were to live together and have a house. And At you least for start women. to, yeah, you start to like almost fantasize about these things. But then it's like, 
do you want that because you really like this person or do you mm-hmm. want that because you want those things? Yeah. Do you want this person in those yeah. life situations or do you just exactly. want those life situations? It's literally like expectation versus reality. Right. Like you have this expectation that this person's going to fill all your needs, but the reality is maybe they're just not. Right. And yeah. But you're so dead set on like, I have a timeline. I have a ring I on my ri- finger. Yeah, I need it to go this way, right? <laughs> yeah. So... Yeah, but, like, my whole life, I just wanted to be married. Like, that's... And, like, I always... And I think this was also my fault. It was, like, from the very beginning, he knew very much that my goal in life was to be a wife and a mom. Mm -hmm. And that sounds very, like, old school of me. That sounds like I'm living in the 20s or something. But, like, that's always what I wanted. Like, I my whole life, I I didn't really have a dream job. And I still, to this day, don't. Right. Other than maybe, like, podcasting and social (laughs) media is what I want to get into. Right. But I always just said, no, like, I just want to be a wife and a mom. I want to be able to, like, go do whatever my job is, come home, see my husband and my kids, give them their baths, feed them their dinner, and then go to bed. I know that that life is for many who have it are probably like, girl, you don't want it. But that's what I always thought. And I loved my family. Like, my family does that, right? And I see my parents, who I believe are very happy people, together. And I just think, like, why can't I have that? That's what I want. Mm -hmm. And that's okay. And I don't think there's anything wrong with saying, like, that is what I want. Like, at the end of the day... I want to be a wife and Mm -hmm. I want to be a mom. Mm -hmm. But I think, like, I think it's just a habit almost that, like, as women, that's what we do. Like, we were, like, those are the things we want. We meet somebody and we're, like, perfect. And then you start to realize that person doesn't fit that. You just want that. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. And, like, with the timeline, like, I remember when I first came, when I first moved out and I moved back with my parents in the last month. I went to go see my Aunt Sandy a couple days after I had done that. And Sandy has been, she was married and then divorced around 30 mm-hmm. and then found her new husband now. And they both got married, like, way later in life, like, past 30, right. I think. And then had their kids, like, closer to 40 than 30, right? Yeah. And for me, like, the thought of having to do that hurts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like, it really, really scares yeah. me because I don't want to have to do that. But she's happy. Yeah. And she found, like, the right person and, like, finally got the life that she wanted, whereas her first husband was just, like, wasn't it? Right. So, And she was telling me, like, it's okay. Right. <laughs> like, it is you okay. will be okay yep. <laughs> if it doesn't and happen. And I think a lot of people are almost afraid to walk away from that if they feel like this, you know, like, they have these thoughts about, like, this is the wrong person or maybe this isn't mm-hmm. the right person or this isn't the right relationship. Mm-hmm. They're afraid to walk away from that because we're like i think as a society we're mm-hmm. almost meant to feel like in a very old school f- way mm-hmm. right like you get married you have kids you stay loyal to this person even mm-hmm. when there's a lot of things that yeah. like you nowadays would walk away from well that's the other thing like i remember i'll talk about this a little bit but in the end of the relationship he said you don't just leave you stay and work on it mm-hmm. and i thought no. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I've done enough working. Yep. And if it's just not going to work, then it's not going to work. Like, right. yes, I wanted to marry you. Yes, that was the goal. But at the end of the day, like, I've already expressed how I feel and what needs to change. And those changes are being made. Right. So why am I going to spend the rest of my life trying to change someone who will not change right. <laughs> or fit the mold of, like, what I expect my life to be? And he used to always say, like, you can't get everything you want. And I always kind of thought in my head, like, well, why the fuck not? Yeah. Why can't I have everything that I want? Yeah. Sometimes, for sure, I'm not going to get what I want. Yeah. But why can't I have... Or can I try? Why can't I have, like, the same values that I've always had? Right. Why am I giving up my values? Why am I giving up my goals? Why am I putting aside, like, the things that I want to do with my life? Because you don't 
match those. Right. And because you had an idea. Of- yeah. And, like, someone, like, is just... The person you're supposed to be with won't try to change what you want. And that, and I'm guilty of it, too. Right? Like, I was trying to change what he wanted. Right. Like, for example, I want to live in Kitchener forever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm dying there. Yeah. Because my family's there. Right. And that we weren't on the same page about that. Right. So, at the end of the day, I was thinking, like, are we on the same page? And I think with a lot of things like that, like, okay, let's say you were to compromise. Because it is. A relationship's about a lot of compromise. But... I think to a certain point, like there's yeah. a cer- uh, there's a certain point where you're like, this isn't compromise. This no. is just giving up my values, giving, right? So I think if you were to had compromised and had gone and let's say lived outside of Kitchener when you're not Which I did that, right? <laughs> Two, three, five years down the road, that's yeah. going to become a resentful thing, mm-hmm. right? And and that's when divorce happens. And I just kind of thought in the back of my head, like, you can't just give up. Like for me, that's that's a a no fly zone. Like, for me, like, that was just not negotiable. Yeah. And I even said, like, a couple months ago, even, I said, like, what is, like, not something that you're willing to compromise on? Like, I need to know those things. Because yeah. there's things that I'm not willing to compromise on. And for yeah. me, that was it. Yeah. Like, living close to my family is, like, it's just not negotiable. It's just end all, be all. <laughs> if we don't live near them. I will die like, yeah. <laughs> near lo- living I'm near them. dying in Kitchener. Yeah. Like, I'm not kidding. Yeah. <laughs> and I always pictured... So, single men who may or may not be listening. Hallie wants to live in Kitchener. If you don't live there, don't even try. All the boys who want to blow her DMs, don't even try if you don't live in Kitchener. Okay. I just always so pictured... that disclaimer out there. <laughs> I always pictured my kids going to the schools that I went to. Right. Does that sound weird? No. I think that... Again, I think that that is just... You have this idea, yeah. and it's okay to say, like, I have these wants, and I have these needs, and if I stay single until I meet somebody who matches that, then that's okay. I need to be okay right? with that, yeah. Like, for instance, when we got married, I never thought that I would meet somebody. Like, we grew up Catholic, mm-hmm. and I think I've said this to you before, we mm-hmm. grew up Catholic, and it just was assumed that I was going to marry somebody who was Catholic. And I actually never even thought about it. I never thought like, oh, I would probably want to meet somebody who's Catholic so that like our kids go through the same things that I went through. Good point. Never a thought. Never a thought that crossed my mind until I met my husband. And it wasn't until like a year or two into our relationship that we even talked about hypothetical non-conceived children. And he was like, well, no, they're going to go to public school. And I was like, pump the brakes. What do you mean they're going to go to public school? Like, they're going to go to Catholic school. And he's like, like, he's non-denominational. So we had to have a conversation about that. That's true. I never thought about that. Yeah. You just think you're going to meet somebody and they're going to go along with what I want. Yeah. Right? That's true. We did talk about that before, actually. I think we talked about, like, baptizing our Mm -hmm. children. And I was like, well, why not? Yeah. It, you just do it. That's just, you know. Yeah. And that's how I always thought. Like, I was baptized. I, you know, went through those Same. steps. Yep. And there's not, there's no way that my kids aren't going to do that because yeah. that's how we were, that's what yeah. we did. That's how you get a godmother. That's how you get right. godparents. Like, what? Right. <laughs> so things like that came up and I was like, I'm not willing to compromise on that. Mm-hmm. So we made a compromise in where our children go to school. Maybe they don't need to go to Catholic school. They can go to public school. Really, they're going to go to school wherever the best education is. But... Our compromise mm-hmm. was that our children would still get all the Catholic sacraments, so they'd still yeah. get baptized, they'd still go through confirmation, but mm-hmm. they could go to public school, because yeah. why not? I can teach them that, you know? And I'm not saying this like I go to church every Sunday, because <laughs> I do not, and I've done a lot of things that, like, 
You shouldn't <laughs> as a Catholic. But those things were non-negotiable for me. Yeah. So had we had come to that point and he was like, no, no I'm not never going to happen. Kids aren't being baptized. Then we'd really have to look at that relationship. And I'd have to say, like, am I going to resent you for my entire mm-hmm. life because of this? Yeah. Because if that's the case, why am I going to do this? Why are we going to move forward with this? Well, exactly. And like, I don't think it's okay for someone to ask. And I'm guilty of it because I was also asking him to sacrifice you know, maybe right. the way that he was picturing his life. So I just don't think it's it's fair for anyone to have to sacrifice what they wanted. Like the comment of "you don't always get what you want" really ticked me off mm-hmm. because I I always kind of thought like, well, why the fuck not? Yeah. It's my life. Yeah. If I want to get it, I will get it. Yeah. And if I want to, I want to make it happen. Yeah, I and will. For me, another important thing was like spending time with my family. And I know that we always joke about this, but like growing up. We always went to my vavas house, which mm-hmm. is grandma in Portuguese, mm-hmm. um, every Sunday for lunch. We would go there at, like, 1 o'clock p.m., and I shit you not, sometimes we'd be there till 8 p.m. Yeah. And for me, that's not really negotiable. Like, right. I'm not willing to compromise on that because that's an important part of how I grew up. Right. And it made me close with all my cousins, and it made me feel very loved. So, for me, I think that's just mandatory. Right. And if you don't want to come with me for those events, like, on Sundays and having lunch with my family... That doesn't sit well with me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. But do you feel like you had to do that because you were living this life? Like, did, is that something that you guys would not agree on? Yeah, he didn't always want to come. Yeah. And and some people would say, well, you have to be okay with that. And I, I said, you know, I understand. Like, if you don't want to come, okay, we weren't raised the same. But it's important to me. Right. So you would think that so the it person... Be important to them. Yeah, that you're supposed to marry would see the same value in it Mm because it's valuable to you. Right. So that was... I'm not able... I'm not ready to, like, compromise on that. That's not okay with me. Yeah. Right? Um, When I was growing up, my dad would always say, like, oh, I pray for... I pray for, like, the man who's going to marry you. And I was like, oh, why? <laughs> so rude. Um, but he would say, like, you know, like, you're a pretty high-maintenance person. And I'm like, I don't think that I'm high-maintenance, but there are some ways I definitely am high-maintenance. <laughs> but through all of, like, my dating, mm-hmm. as much as I was the same way, I ha- I was just trying to fit whoever I was dating mm-hmm. into that piece because I felt like I was running out of time or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, it took me probably, like, three years to just kind of, like, chill like, mm-hmm. not date anybody, maybe, like, casually see people here and but just there. just be on your own yeah. for the most part. But just be on my own to f- realize that, like, it's okay mm. if I don't marry somebody till I'm 35, 40, 50, whatever. Mm. It's hard to, like, swallow that. That's so hard. But <laughs> once I became okay with that, mm-hmm. that's when I met him. Like, yeah. once I became fully okay with, like, being on my own and knowing that, like, my desire to be a wife and my desire to build this home mm-hmm. and this life together was okay whenever that happened, Mm -hmm. it happened. Um, But I, there's a lot of things that, like, when I was dating people, something would happen. And and in my head, I I would say, like, I know that this doesn't sit well with me, but, like, if I say something, then, like, maybe that relationship won't end up well. And that's what I want. Like, I want this relationship. Like, I don't Mm -hmm. want to be by myself or Mm -hmm. I don't want to be 40 years old and get married. So, So much would happen that I would just sweep under the rug and pretend that it didn't happen because my desire to be this yes. role and this person overcame yes. <laughs> all of the things that you were yes. like, holy moly, I can't believe I let that go on that long or I can't yeah. believe I let that happen or I can't believe this person talked to me that way or, yeah. you know. You know me. I, I'm like the 
parade leader. Like, I was collecting yeah. all the red flags and just parading it around town. Like, yeah. Like, it was just so bad. Yeah. So, yeah, you just, like, try to shove these people into your image. And at the end of the day, like, they just might not fit. Yeah. Like, and, and that's okay. Yeah. It's okay. And I'm very guilty for... This is the first time in my life that I have not had a fallback man. Yeah. I have no interest, <laughs> but I have no interest yeah. in it. Like, I used to always, like, after my long relationship, I shit, you know, like, a week later, like, I already had, like, several Someone. people that I was seeing. Yeah. And, like, soon after that, then I was on the dating apps, and, like, I literally, like, always had a fallback. Right. And after this relationship, I kind of was like, I don't have a fallback, and that is okay. Yeah. And, and I literally thought to myself, like, I don't want anyone. Right. <laughs> I don't want to deal with that. I don't want any of that stress. I need to be on my own for, like, the first time literally time. ever. Yeah. Like, I've had a boyfriend since I was 14 yeah. years old. Yeah. And even before then, like, I still, like, loved boys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, yeah, I've had a boyfriend and, like, after my long, long relationship, I was just, like, seeing people. I started dating, like, people right away. Like, I broke up with that eight-year relationship in July or August, that, that whatever the year it was, and then started dating my little van man. Yeah. Um, in October, October so, like, really or November. After. Yeah. And I, that only lasted like a couple months. And yeah. then I started seeing the other guy. Like it was immediately one after the other because I would just like, I knew that they weren't really the ones. So I would just keep those dating apps, right? And whoever was next whoever on the list, yeah. like was yeah. just there. And this time I was just like, fucking no. Yeah. <laughs> like I just need to be on my own. I have no interest. I just need to be alone. Yeah. And you know what my dad said to me? My dad said when I left, maybe it was the long relationship. I can't remember. One of them. Yeah. He literally looked at me and was like, why don't you just be alone for a bit? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, 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 And I think, it, I think it was maybe after the Portuguese guy. Before I met my ex-fiance. Yeah. Literally just right before. And I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, I'll take some time. And then I was just, like, jumping right into that yeah. one. And suddenly I was like, he was moving in. <laughs> like, <laughs> fast track. Escalated. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but I just need to be alone, and that's okay. Like you said, it took you, what, three years? Yeah, it took me three years, I think, of, like, I mean, it wasn't an easy three years. It was a constant battle with, like, my own thoughts of, like, I want this, but I need to do this, and I want that, but, like, I need to do this, right? And they're, like, one of the two guys who I feel like I genuinely learned everything I need to know about what I want and what I don't want. Even after those, like, those two were so bad, like, not bad, not bad relationships, <laughs> kind of. <laughs> um, but, like, once they ended, like, those ones hurt the most. Um, those were the two people who I, like, fully, fully imagined what that life would look like. Like, mm -hmm. I let myself live these fantasies of, mm -hmm. like, what I want that to look like. Um, and once that ended and I was, like, you know, this taught me a lot about the things that I do not want mm -hmm. and the things I'm not willing to compromise on. Yeah. And yeah, I would say it took probably like three years of like solid, like, I think in that three years, I like casually went on dates with maybe three guys, mm -hmm. maybe five. Yeah. Right. Um, and not just like one date. Like I would like went on a few dates with like yeah. each of them, but I was trying to be aware of like, this isn't what I want. Yeah. And I don't need to make it what I want. Yeah. This isn't what I want, and I don't need to make it fit Yeah, what I want the, that to look like. The word you just used, fantasy, is perfect, because that's exactly what my therapist says to yeah. me as well. She's like, this is your fantasy. Yeah. Like, you have this fantasy in your head, and, like, this is what it is, but maybe this is person is teaching you, like, what love isn't. Right. And it's like, have you ever 
I know you're not big into country, <clears throat> but there's a country song called Love Ain't, and it's basically saying, like, he can only teach you what love isn't. Right. And, and that's how I, like, that's how I learned from it. I'm mm-hmm. like, these are all the things I know I do not mm-hmm. want. Like, I, I'm i not willing. Yeah. You know? Don't get me wrong. I loved him very much. Absolutely. But there's a lot of things that was just, like, not okay. And I let them go on for far too and long. And I think because you loved him so much, you let them go on mm-hmm. for far too long. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm also a big believer, especially now, that you need to be a better version of you. Right. Before you can be a good version for, for anybody else. else. Yeah. Like, the damage that was going on before me yeah. really snuck into that relationship well into the relationship. Yeah. So I didn't know a lot about a thing about a lot of things going into it. And, like, slowly they started to creep into it. Mm-hmm. And it just, like, was so much to yeah. handle. And that's just the thing. Like, you can't put your baggage onto somebody else. Mm-hmm. And the truth is, everybody comes with baggage. Yeah. How much, though? Yeah. Right? And how much, like, did you work on yourself before? Yeah. And I think that's where I am because, like, I don't think... <laughs> I don't have... Compared to <laughs> other people... Yeah. <laughs> I don't think that I have an insane amount of baggage. Right. Like, I had a good family. I grew up perfectly fine. I think my baggage is, like, my past relationships and my so serious codependency mm-hmm. issues. <laughs> but I don't think that that no. helped no. those issues. No. It made it worse. It's, right. It's what they call a trauma bond. Right. <laughs> I've been doing a lot of research. Yeah. <laughs> and therapy has helped so much. But like you said, like, you have to be okay with you. Mm-hmm. Like, you spent three years probably working on mm-hmm. you so that when you did meet him, you were okay. Right. And, like, when I did meet him, that's not to say I was like, whew, I'm perfectly I love me. better. <laughs> I love myself. Because I didn't. Yeah. Right? Like, I... I, I you were comfortable I with yourself, I was comfortable though. with myself, but there was still a lot of things that I was like, I'm afraid for him to know this. Or, mm-hmm. like, I'm afraid for him to know that, like, this was my past. And True. stuff like that. So, although I was getting more... To this day, I'm still learning to be more comfortable in my own skin. Like, I posted a picture the other day... <laughs> With no filter, no makeup, nothing. And I'm like, that's a lot for me, right? Like, that's a lot because I love Mm -hmm. myself. I love who I am. But sometimes it's hard to be comfortable. Like, sometimes it's hard to say, like, I'm comfortable in my own skin. Mm -hmm. I love who I've become. I love the work I've done on myself. Yeah. I love how he has made me love myself more. Mm -hmm. But that doesn't mean I'm not, like, I'm not walking around here, like, confident, (laughs) right? That's the thing. Before... My ex fiance now. Kelly was a confident ass bitch. So confident. <laughs> yeah. Like, I fucking loved myself. <laughs> like, I had a text message. I think I might have read it in one of the other episodes, but like, it was me saying, like, to him at the time, but when we first started dating, like, I'm not gonna put up with shit. Like, I know what I want. I fucking violated that policy. Yeah. But like, I was very confident in myself. Like, I felt good in my body, even though, like, looking, like, at the time I know that I wasn't fully, but like, looking back, I'm like, right. bitch, you had a nice body. <laughs> yeah. Like, what's yeah. wrong with you? But, yeah, I, like, I felt good in my skin. Like, I took care of myself. Like, you said, like, you yeah. never knew me without my, my eyelashes right. or my nails. Right? Yeah. Like, I did love myself. Right. And I was so happy at the point that I was in my life. But I think that image of wanting to get married just took over. I think, too, he basically served it to you on a, on platter, a platter. And was like, I know that these is, I know that this is what she wants. Yeah. So if I just feed into it, mm-hmm. and I mean, I wasn't in your home, so I don't know. But, but from the outside <laughs> looking in, yeah. I would say that's what it was. It was yeah. like, Hallie wants all of these things. Mm-hmm. So I'll get it. And so she I can leave. get it. Right. Mm-hmm. And 
this goes back to you saying, like, you know how much he, you, that's all you wanted. That's Mm -hmm. what you talked about. Like, you wanted these things. You Mm -hmm. wanted to build this family. Mm -hmm. And he was like, okay, here it is. Yeah. And on that platter, then everything starts to crumble (laughs) underneath, right? Like, what did they say? You can't build a house without a solid foundation? Yeah. That's what it's like. Yeah. And it Here's the platter, so but there's quick. a fucking toothpick holding it, so <laughs> <Yeah>. be careful. <laughs> Literally. Right? Yeah, there's, like, a little toothpick yeah, underneath fucking, it. Yeah, like, toothpick <laughs> stick person, like, holding it up. Yeah, that's exactly it. Yeah. But that was a hard, a really hard pill to swallow. It was just, like, when, like, at one point do you decide, this isn't for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially because when you have a ring on it, which, yeah. like, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and I think a lot of people don't talk about right. those failed Like, I have a ring sitting over there in my dish from somebody else. Yeah. I don't know why I still have it, but um, I do because I was with somebody who it was the same thing. I had known him for like from high school mm-hmm. and I wanted that so bad. Like I have want literally, I just told you since I was like seven, but like yeah. at like 16, like I wasn't like prostatotting around, but I was <laughs> like, <"Prostatotting?" laughs> yeah, because I'm so young. I, love I wasn't it. like prostatotting around, but I was like, I'm young, but I was like, I want to have a baby, but I didn't want to have like a one-night stand baby. I was like, I want a family, and I want someone to take care of me. And I think that's the difference between my husband and that, Mm -hmm. is that now I'm like, let's take care of each other. And then I was like, I want someone to look after me and care for me and whatever, right? That's huge. So I was with somebody who basically, same thing, silver platter toothpick dude underneath, (laughs) and he was like, here you go, here's all the things. Mm -hmm. And we built this real fantasy life because we were fucking, what, 17? (laughs) And yeah. I had a ring, and it ended up, like, probably a very similar person. Yeah. Just ended up not going well, and I was like, I have to be okay with knowing that now I have to restart. I Mm -hmm. have to be okay with knowing that I was this close to it, but now I'm a mile away, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's the scarier part, is, like, I had the same thought. Like, you said, I don't want to have just, like, a baby with somebody. But I literally had those, like, in this new year, in the last couple months, like, the thought has been, and you know this because I've talked yeah. to you, like, I was ready to get pregnant. Right. I was ready to say, like, let's just start a family, get married later. And I really had to put some thought into it and be like, okay, Hallie, yeah. pump the Like, brakes. at one point, I was, like, I was talking to my husband about it, and I was like, I'm just gonna have to tell her. Like, I'm just gonna have to come out and say, like, this is not a good idea. And not that I need to control your life, but it's so much easier to see that yeah. on the outside, right? Like, yeah. my dad has always said, like, it, you you are the picture and people looking at you. Like, you can't see what's in that picture with you, mm-hmm. but other people can. And I think a lot of people think, if I just it? have, right, if I have yeah. a baby, it'll fix it. And it actually makes it worse because when mm-hmm. you have a baby, that stress on your relationship, like, we have a good relationship. I bet you any money when I get <laughs> pregnant and we have a kid, I'm going to want to cut his throat. Yeah, probably. Right? Yeah. Like, so if you're already in a rocky place, yeah. that's not going to go well. It's terrifying that we've been thinking about that, like, since... I think, what, like, probably, we've been probably, thinking about it for a while, but, yeah. like, November, December, Like, you for said sure. you were having, like, talks about it, yeah. but then there was, like, solid, like, really thinking about it. In, like, January. Like, yeah, December, maybe. Yeah. But, we, like, recently. Hallie made, like, a pros and cons list. Yeah. Like, these are the pros if we have a baby, and these are the cons if we have a baby. Yeah. And that's when I was like, okay. If you have cons. If you have, <laughs> if you have to make a list, it's probably not the right, the right thing yeah. to do. And I remember telling my husband, and he was like, you need to call her right now. You need to tell her that this is not a good idea. Like, the whole family's invested. Well, by whole family, I mean me and him. But I was like, I don't want... And people don't know, but, like, you obviously have learned how I am. Like, Mm. I'm, like, 
if something's wrong, like, Hallie doesn't answer me, I'm like, is she okay? Like, do I need to get in my car and come get her? Her and her husband always want to rescue me. Yeah, always. But I think that's just, like, my nature. Like, by nature. Um, right? Like, if my husband takes too long to go to the grocery store, I'm not concerned he's doing something. I'm like, did he get into a car accident? Like, do I need to go down the road? Like, do I need to go see where he is? Because it really shouldn't take him this long to go to Sobeys. (laughs) So I'm kind of the same way. And I think it's just with people who, like, I care for. So, um... That's just another example of me trying to shove this person into a puzzle that doesn't work. Right. And I was, like... And then I really had to, like, have a conversation with myself because, like, he would do something that would really upset me. And I'm like, can I start a family with this person? Mm -hmm. Like, can I have this for the rest of my life? And then I thought, like, I don't want to have multiple baby daddies. Right. (laughs) Right. She did say that. She was like, I really need to think about this because, like, I am not here for multiple baby daddies. And I was like, I mean, good, good, good thought. Good thoughts. I mean... Thank you, Hallie, for having that thought. Yeah, I mean, it's good that you're thinking about that now. <laughs> She's like, thank God she thought that yeah, about herself. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like, I had, like, my parents might not want to hear this, but if they listen to it, I'm sorry. But, like, this is the truth. Like, I was so far into this relationship thinking maybe if we have a baby, things it'll fix better. it. Like, yeah. we'll have a happy thing. Like, he always said it, like, oh, once we have kids, like, things will change. Like, we'll all, all change. Like, everything's going to change. Yeah. That's a terrifying sentence. Yeah. (laughs) What's even more terrifying is when you love someone so much, you're willing to do Mm -hmm. things that you would have never thought you would have done before. Mm -hmm. So if you really, if if, again, I'm not on the inside, but like if you're like in a relationship where you're like, yeah, like there's some things that like maybe I'm not too sure about, or there's some things that mm, doesn't really go along with what I, what I like feel. But then they're like, if we do this, I'll be a better person. You're probably like, amazing. Yeah. I love this person. I want a better version of him. I want him to be better for himself and to be Mm -hmm. better for me. Let's just do that. That's so great. What a great idea. Right. And then you're like, SOS, (laughs) my con list (laughs) says. It was fairly long. (laughs) She fully sent me a picture one day. I'm pretty sure you did. <gasps> yeah, anyway. I did. <laughs> Actually, I think it's in the workbook. I did it at work, mm-hmm. and it's in my workbook that you it's took home for me. Thank yeah. God. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh my God, who's going to go through my desk? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. The things that you, like, literally, the things you do for love are fucking crazy. Yep. <laughs> like, you'll drive yourself crazy. Yep. So, if, coming back to, like, self-love, <laughs> yeah. like, get it together before yeah. you just shove someone into your puzzle. And realize that Life is not over if that doesn't work out in your twenties. Yeah. yeah, enjoy your twenties. Yeah, I feel like I like I literally had a year. Yeah, a year of my twenties, and even in that one year, I was dating people like back to back. Yeah, like Hallie, fucking sit down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, even like kind of in a different way, but saying like enjoy your twenties. Like when when him and I, when my husband and I got engaged. I may have even said this before. My immediate thought was like, oh my God, this is happening. This is so great, blah, blah, blah. And then I was like, wait, is he too young? Not too young for me, but is he, has he not yet lived enough of his 20s that he'll regret this? Mm -hmm. Has he not enjoyed enough of that like single dating life that he'll resent me down the road? Because probably months, I was like, Mm -hmm. are you sure? Like, are you sure this is what you want? And he was like, yes, like I wouldn't have done that if I didn't want to. And I'm like, okay, because, like, I don't want to pressure you because yeah. of my mold. Like, I don't want to yeah. pressure you because I've said this is the timeline I like, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Obviously, we're well past that and he's okay, but... <laughs> obviously, you got married. Yeah, obviously. Now he's legally married. tied to you. Yeah. So, um... But, but it's yeah, true. It's like, a constant, like, battle sometimes with your own self about, like... Yeah. Because you guys have an age gap, right? Like, and he's mm-hmm. younger. Mm-hmm. So, it's... That's different. 
Whereas when I've dated older guys, it's interesting that they're still not there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but. Yeah. yeah. But I always like, yeah. I think a lot of women, maybe some women don't have that mold, like, and that's fine. But I feel like a but vast like majority a of us. Yeah. And maybe that's like a sexist thing to say, but. <laughs> I, I mean, maybe, but I feel like it's true. And I feel like a lot of people won't say that because they're like, we've had, we've said this before when you said, or oh, I was walking my dog and I was talking to myself. And I know that's crazy. <laughs> I think if women say, I have this mold. Yeah. People are going to be like, you're crazy. Yeah. Right? But I think part of when I start dating again in however, Whenever. whoever knows yeah. when, I think that I need, although I need to stick to my values, I don't think I need to serve it on a silver platter like I did this time. Right. Like, I don't, they don't need to know that I want to be a wife and a mom. They need to know that I'm a bad bitch in my own skin. Right. And I don't need And I don't them. need you. Right. <laughs> like, I, I'm okay with me and my dog. Yep. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> like, we will be together till the end right. of her life, unfortunately. But, right. like, you may not. And that's okay with me. Yep. And I need to pick... It's a package deal now. Yeah. <laughs> so, if my dog doesn't like you... Yeah. Yeah, yeah I need yeah. to pick me. And that's the problem. Like, when when I fell in love with him, it was, like, a, it was like so romantic. And that's the thing. It's like, like a whirlwind. It was a whirlwind. And, like, it was so romantic. And they, like, do all these things in the beginning. And for months, like... For months now, probably near a year, I've been saying, like, why don't we do the things that we right. did in the beginning? Why don't we do them? And nothing ever changed. Right. I'll tell the Valentine's Day story soon. Not today, but, <laughs> yeah. like, I will tell you the story yeah. of what happened on Valentine's Day this year. Because, like, that was almost, like, the nail in the right. coffin. Like, getting closer to right. the end. And I just kind of thought, like... I think that's what started the slope. This slope. Yeah. yeah. Actually, I think starting this podcast was the slope. Yeah. <laughs> I agree, <laughs> but I think that was, like, really blatant and right there for you to see. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right? Like, although some stuff happened once we started the podcast, like, I think that was the moment. On Valentine's Day? Yeah. Yeah. And I remember feeling like... <laughs> oh. Ah. <laughs> I was like, should we go for it? <laughs> Like, bring her something? Like, I feel so sad. Like, you know? <laughs> And he was like, um, he was like, I mean, that's shitty, but I don't <laughs> like, know. Like, bitch, we have our own Valentine's yeah, Day like, to separate. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. <laughs> you guys are so sweet. You're always I, <laughs> looking after me. <laughs> He's like, you're going to be a helicopter mom. I'm like, facts. Hard, hard facts. And be like, honey, do you need some water in there? <laughs> you should have seen her at the photo shoot today. She was like, mean girl's mom for me. <laughs> Like with the video camera, like, uh, uh. <laughs> literally dancing yeah. with the video camera. Yeah, feeling yourself, you know, you have to enjoy those things. Like, yeah. you have to, like, like, honestly, not once during that was I like, oh my god, like, I feel ugly. Or, yeah. oh my god, like, I feel, like, gross. I was just, so like, nice. having a good time. And it felt good to just, like, feel good. Yeah. You know? And to be separate and to, like, just, it, for me, it felt really good just to, like, do something different yeah. and have my mind off things. Because yeah. I've been off work for now a month and just sitting at home. Yeah. In my own thoughts, going through therapy like <laughs> yeah, a psychopath. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Medicating myself. <laughs> so, I saw the outside world so for the first nice time. nice to interact with people. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. It was just nice to see, you know, a street. <laughs> the outside. Uh, Feel some fresh air. The only fresh air I get is from my oh daily my walk God. with my dog. That's funny. <laughs> and occasionally going to the tanning salon <laughs> yeah. where I get the artificial vitamin D <laughs> that I don't go outside. Because I don't go outside. I get the real one. I just go for my walk and that's it. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> I mean, hey, baby steps. Yeah, we're getting baby there. Steps. I'm able to laugh now, so that's good. Yeah, that is good. That is really good. <laughs> and have fun again. <laughs> Fitting the mold. Don't so show what people. have you learned? <laughs> I've learned. Have you learned to let go of your mold? Yeah. I mean, I'm getting there. There's still, like, some days are worse than others. Oh, yeah. Like, some days I'm... It's a process. Yeah, some days I'm sitting there like, oh, like, I really miss that. Like, I shouldn't have given that up. But, like, would I still be sitting in that cycle that I was in right now if I had stayed? Like, if the day that I had left, if if I had just sat there and stayed and took it and, like, not spoken up for myself and not taken care of me first, would I still be in that cycle? Probably. (laughs) And I, like, I fully mentally lost it. Like, yeah. (laughs) Like, sent to the hospital kind of lost it. Like, I'll say that out loud because that's something that we should talk about and it's not taboo. Like, I mentally, like, couldn't handle it anymore. Mm -hmm. And I had to do it for me. Yep. So I learned no one should ever send me to the hospital again. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) As unfortunate as some of these events are, like, some of these things are for anybody who goes through them, I fully wholeheartedly believe that there's a lesson to learn in it. Mm Mm-hmm. No matter I mean, what. It's a second love thing. Yeah. Like, they were the biggest lesson. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry for lying to everyone before. <laughs> you know what? It's all good. It's hard because I actually was just lying to myself. But that's the thing. We Go. do it. Yeah, we, we do, do it. it all the time. We lie to ourselves all the time. All the time. I always worry. Like, I, for a while, I was always thinking, like, does anyone else have these doubts, like, before they get married? Uh... <laughs> Like, not as much not, as I was having, no. but, like, do you have doubts? Is that, like, what cold feet is? Like, what I had was, like, way more, yeah, way past like cold, cold feet. Yeah. Body skeleton. <laughs> I think people have, I don't know, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I didn't experience that, so I don't know. Yeah. But I think that that's what that's kind of like. However, I think if you feel that, I think in that moment, when you feel that there's a doubt of mm-hmm. any kind... Reevaluate. Really dig into why you feel that way. <laughs> yeah. Really evaluate why you feel that way. Yeah. If you have a single doubt, and not like, like for me, like I said, like we talked about, and I would say like, I, I'm, I don't want you to turn around and resent me for that. Mm-hmm. So we openly discussed that and we talked about that and that was no longer something that I felt. But if I walk down the aisle thinking, oh my God, what if right he's going to resent me in a year? I probably shouldn't be that fucking far. I should mm-hmm. probably have not made it to the aisle. And in fact, I probably should have turned around. <laughs> Thank God we didn't plan a single thing. <laughs> I didn't put down a dime on a wedding. Yeah. Like, nothing. And I even Maybe gave the ring back. consciously knew. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think I knew for a while. But, like... Story for another day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I gave the ring back and everything. So Man, I would not have. Like, that says a lot about you. Like, you're very mature. <laughs> because I'd have been like, fuck you. I'm keeping this. That was the first thing I did before I even collected. I mean, I have one over there, so I've obviously done it before. Before even collecting my stuff, like, and the sad part was, like, I, I was so clouded by everything that was happening, me still trying to fit him into this mold, mm-hmm. that even in the first two weeks after I left, I still had it in my head, like, oh, we'll get back together. Oh, we'll get back together. That's just not happening. Yep. Especially after the way he handled right. things afterwards showed right. true colors in yep. a terrifying way and that's saying so like when you were texting me about that i was like i she has to go through this on her own mm-hmm. right like yeah i don't think that that's what's gonna happen but like she has to go through that she has to go through that process mm-hmm. on her own of accepting right? that yeah of accepting that and i mean if you guys did work it out and that did like you really did think <laughs> like you know like we are gonna work on this or whatever mm-hmm. and that worked out that's great mm-hmm. if it doesn't that's great yeah whichever you yeah. know <laughs> As long as, like, your person's your person, but if your person was to leave, all you have is you. Yeah. So. You need to be okay with you. Make sure you're good you. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway. (laughs) You'll get there. Someday. (laughs) Stay with us. Yeah. (laughs) So, now 
I'm excited because I'm excited to see where this goes. Yeah, we have a new chapter. We did a photo shoot. Yeah. It'll be a whole new image. It'll be a whole new... Like, it's still wifeology because, like, at the end of the day, like, really, Hallie still has a mold. And I mean, like, <laughs> I do, too. Like, we still want to be married and have kids yeah. and stuff. Like, at the end of the day, we still want those things. And I think, like, as you should know, the uh, like the second half of wifeology is ology being, yeah. like, the, like, study yeah. of almost, yeah. like, so... Like, it's us analyzing, like, what it is to be a wife, especially now as, yeah. like, a millennial yeah. and being, you know, I think all that is yeah. really important stuff. So I think that it'll be a, a friggin' cool. <laughs> You're already a wife. It'll be my journey to being. <laughs> right. But even that, like, okay, as a wife, like, I'm going to have challenges mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you now on a new path to eventually become a wife one mm-hmm. day because that's still... Mm-hmm. your goal. Mm-hmm. We'll yeah. see how, what, how it goes. <laughs> we'll see how, see how that how happens. happens. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. It should be, be fun. fun. <laughs> Holly can take us on all her dates. Yeah. I'll see you in about a year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Once the trauma has lifted a little bit. <laughs> That's funny. Um, okay, I just quickly want to say, before we wrap this up today, speaking of like being a mom, being a wife, and whatever... Emily, who did our photos today, mm. she's launching a podcast, and it's called The Mama Bird Podcast, so I guess it's about oh, all so things yeah, related to... I won't lie, I just listened to the teaser. I have not yet listened to the first <laughs> episode, but I will. Um, she's she's has a really, really gentle soul. Like, she's mm-hmm. really a sweetie. She's so sweet um, She has the cutest little girl. Um, so she is launching a podcast called The Mama Bird Podcast. If you're a mom or you're on your journey to become a mom, maybe tune into it and mm-hmm. see what it's all about. I'm going to listen to it. I don't have a kid. I listen to podcasts of all kind. Yeah. <laughs> so. Um, so if you're in the market for a podcast, have Check at her. Out. Go find her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So with that being said, <laughs> like, <Hallie. laughs> like, subscribe, comment on our Instagram, follow us at wifeology.podcast, subscribe to us if you are on Apple Podcasts or follow us on Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts. And, uh, <laughs> We'll see what's in store for next week. Yeah. Probably next week. <laughs> <laughs> see ya next Wednesday. See you next Wednesday. <laughs>